Gotta love that inflation. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. Welcome. <laughs> that was such a sad welcome. Welcome. Hi. To the number one podcast in the entire world. In <laughs> <laughs> top three in Lithuania, coming to you live from two places in Texas. Yes. Women can't parlay. I am Jess. I'm Rainy. We're back. We're back from the big, uh. Big easy, biggie, big easy, big city, big easy baby. The big city. We made it. No, we didn't. <laughs> Our voices are back and forth. Yeah, I'm well, struggling. I'm struggling mentally. I'm struggling physically, emotionally, vocally. I'm struggling. All yeah, of the, I mean, all of them. Corpse, yeah, my corpse is for sure face down in fucking dumpster water still in New Orleans somewhere. One hundred. <laughs> It was so fun though. Oh yeah. You guys, I'm here to tell you at the ripe old age of 36 and almost 37, I can tell you that three nights is maybe too much for me in New Orleans. It's way too much. Is that how, is that we were there? Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, I was technically there four nights, but Wednesday doesn't really count. Yeah. So I'm good with a, a Thursday, Friday or a Friday, Saturday, but I am. Yeah. New Orleans should really only be like a 48 hour thing. Absolutely. I think a perfect little trip for me, especially now that Southwest doesn't serve alcohol assholes tell the whole freaking airlines even became a thing, but I digress. A Thursday game was awesome, but even doing like a Thursday night, getting there Thursday evening, doing dinner, going crazy Friday, do a day thing, night thing, walk, do a brunch on Saturday and then kind of like a boozy shop or something, and then go to the airport, have a cocktail, get home mid-afternoon, and just like go to sleep. Yeah, that would have been the dream. Yeah. The only thing that really fucks that up is the fact that like no matter no matter where you stay, hotel or Airbnb, you usually have to check out at like 11 a.m. So it's yeah. like you have to carry your luggage with you. Well, some places will hold it for you. Yeah, some will. But yes, it is a pain in the ass. Yeah. Also, I was just about to say, should we do a cough test? I feel like I can't hear you, but I can't tell if it's like you're not on or you're just your mic's far away or something. I don't know. Hello. Yeah, that I can hear. Yeah. Do you hear that? Yeah, we're good. Okay. I don't know. It must have been just like far away or something. I don't know. Well, I'll keep it here. Yeah, that sounds good. Like my voice isn't super hoarse, but it is quieter than normal. I think well, that's, that's what I was going to say. It, it might've just been, yeah, I don't know. It just, I could hear you. It just was very faint. Yeah. It's Nola. Nola. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, nobody wants to hear this. So she done got me. Marie Laveau stole my voice. <laughs> oh yeah. Me did uh, go sightseeing to the cemetery. Definitely stole the skin off of my feet. <laughs> oh yeah, Nola definitely has the fucking top hide layer of skin from the bottom of my feet for sure. Oh, we walked like ten miles on Friday. I think that. I was. mean, I what a bad time to not bring an Apple Watch, but I think we walked fifty-five miles. <laughs> well, day. we actually did study it, and it was like ten miles on Friday. 
and oh, like nine had to, had to. point something on Thursday. <laughs> oh yeah. We walked so much every single day that we were there. Yeah. Saturday was the minimal just because we Ubered like thrice. <laughs> we oh, were yeah, there. that's true. Saturday we did Uber a few times. So that's because we went like everywhere, everywhere every, into like every, parts of new Orleans. I didn't even know existed. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. Good shit. I just love that's, it so much. Home away from home. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we should get into our trip more, or I guess we should probably save that for, I mean, yeah, I was like, we can start with NFL. We can just start with NFL this week and start with the game and then go to the rest of NFL and then end with uh, Colegio. That works. Yeah. I'm good with it. Okay. Well, (laughs) NFL y'all we're going to switch it up on you so we can talk about new Orleans. Yeah, kick off the NFL week 13, was that? With yeah. Cowboy Cowboys versus Saints in New Orleans at the Superdome. I was honestly, <laughs> from what everybody was saying, I was a tiny bit terrified. Why? Like, everybody just kept acting like, it, like we should be scared of Saints fans and shit. And I'm oh. like... Y'all. I was never scared of Saints fans. Like they're all pretty chill, nice. Yeah, no shit. I was literally told the opposite of that. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But I feel like that's anywhere you go. Like everyone's true that. Like, oh. True that. I feel like um, I feel like the only place I'd actually be really scared would be like Philly. Yeah, I would never go there. <laughs> oh, I would, but I'd be scared. Yeah, I don't think I would. <laughs> I mean, I'd go to the city, but just like not during football season. And definitely I wouldn't go to a Cowboy Eagles game there. Oh, I would try it. Oof. But um, if you're a Cowboys fan and you're listening to this podcast, I highly recommend you put on your bucket list, go to a Cowboys Saints game in New Orleans. Yeah. And honestly, I would venture out to say if you're any NFL team fan, you should yeah. go see your team versus the Saints. You've got to go to that stadium. It's so loud, but it was like a damn club the whole time. Like yes. where that DJ is, I'm still trying to find that Spotify list. No shit. Yeah. Wild, wild atmosphere the entire time. It was awesome. Like tailgating insane. Yeah. Like such a night, like such a great experience. And like you said, the stadium's awesome. It's wildly like insane the entire time. Yeah. Obviously with Cowboys fans and like Texas in general being that close. I mean, it was literally like Dallas invaded New Orleans. Oh yeah. Like the it, like even on Bourbon the night before, it was just like people everywhere. My entire flight was Cowboys fans. Same. We cheered the entire hour in the air. Like yeah. it was crazy, crazy. Oh, for sure. And <laughs> talk about like fans that go hard in the paint, I would say for sure. I mean, every fans, like all fans do, obviously. But like in our specific little section of, I mean, we were surrounded by Saints fans, but we were sandwiched in between two row of Cowboy fans. So it was like perfectly placed. But y'all, what was that? The third quarter, that girl in front of us legit just passed out. Yes. Like like there's a whole snoring head back. I was like, Damn, I'm like very jealous because I can't even sleep in like perfect silence and blackness. But this girl was done. Yeah, there was like, I mean, shit got wild. The the row in front of us passed out legit in their seats. (laughs) 
And so, um, Cowboys fucking won. That's yes. a big, I mean, obviously huge. Huge because I would have had to talk shit about us if we didn't win that game. Yeah, absolutely. Like the Saints, the Saints are the little giants right now. Yeah, they're in trouble. Not when they were good either. <laughs> <laughs> like they're riddled. I mean, we're riddled as well, but like they don't even have a damn quarterback. And we made Taysom Hill kind of look pretty good. She's not bad, but still, I'm like, we have some things we clearly need to work out, like work the kinks out on still. I think we're still feeling a little rusty in some places. I don't know. Exactly. But we won. I'll take the dub. Yeah. It was an awesome experience. Go Cowboys. Agree. Certainly con- some concerning state of play. We didn't really run away with it until the end. We, you know, if we want to contend, we're definitely going to have to do a lot of work, but it was nice to finally get like a good win. Maybe we can get some momentum going moving forward now. Totally. And I mean, maybe some people were worried about Mike McCarthy not being there. I'm not trying to talk shit, but it is also nice to know. Cool. We can put our boy DQ in there as HC for a game. And we're still (laughs) going to be able to like do some shit. Right. Yeah, definitely. But great experience. I mean, the Superdome. Awesome. Glad I got to experience it. Although there was some drama when we first got there, we went to the bathrooms (laughs) and I was like super (laughs) impressed because there's like cup holders and phone holders inside the bathroom stalls. And I was like, awesome. This is a game changer. Like this is a big game changer because you know how it is. Like you're drunk, terrible, stumble into the bathroom. You've got your two drinks, your phone in your hand, like, and there's just nowhere to set anything, especially your drink. And for there to be cup holders in the bathroom, like again, life-changing. Yeah. But we go there and I make this big old post on Twitter and I'm like, Jerry, we got to talk. Like we got to <laughs> fix this. Like, the, like Superdome is killing Winning. it. Then we go sit down at our seats. No cup holders. Y'all, can you believe? I can't even. <laughs> no cup holders at all at your seats. And then I was like, okay, never mind. I take it back. Yeah. Also, another reason Superdome loses, and I know they're not the only ones, but who doesn't allow, who allows a clear bag? Oh, yeah. The size of your entire back, but not a clear fanny pack. Yeah. They, are, they discriminate against fanny packs very, very hard. Which, fine. I get the... I get the cloth fanny pack that you can't see through. Fine. You want to outlaw a cloth bag? Like, I get it. But a clear fanny pack is the same fucking thing as a clear cross-bodied bag. Yeah. I need somebody to answer that because I seriously am losing sleep over it. Yeah. I don't know. That was weird, but. So ridiculous. Figured it out. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, what was. I, th- I thought I was going to say one more thing about that, but. I know. I feel like there's other things, but I don't, that was like so many days ago. Now I don't remember anything. I know. I will tell you that it is as much as I love a live sporting experience for cowboy games. It's hard for me because there are no replays, especially when you're at an away stadium, they're not replaying shit for you. So it's hard for me to actually remember a bunch of things that happen from the game that I normally would remember. Right. Because watching it live is just so different. You get all like, well, watching it live drunk is yeah, true. That <laughs> also not going to help. No. <laughs> um, Dan, there was something else, but it doesn't matter. 
It was a wild ass time. Highly recommend. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess if we think of any other tidbits from the weekend, we'll come back to them, but we'll try to stay on track and not bore you all too much with our trip memory trip down memory lane. I don't yeah. know. Probably from what we remember. Yeah. If somebody could take me down memory lane, that'd be great. I will say if you need to take anybody to the casino, it's my sister y'all because she oh. has some weird not to jinx her like roulette voodoo where I swear to y'all I have watched her like multiple times walk up to a roulette table and win people some serious fucking money. Yeah, she did. She did do that. She won me money for sure. Yeah. And she won that whole group of dudes that were sitting there. I was sweating so bad. I'm like, oh shit, she's going to lose them thousands of dollars. And she won them probably that much, if not more. Yeah. And they were losing their minds. It was awesome. Yeah. They were like, you can't leave. And we were like, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. See ya. (laughs) And then my friends, I found $100 on the ground. So. Oh yeah. I'm a winner. (laughs) Yeah. I won a hundred in blackjack and then 200 on roulette because of rainy sister. So dope. Which I love roulette like that. I do too. My like favorite things that we should have done if we had more time was like just go to a roulette table and play as a big group it's so fun it's like the worst odds of the casino but it's fun oh it's so fun anyway um well we'll stick to the nfl like we said we're switching up on you this week one of the other things i felt like we need to discuss was the lions got their first win And I am living for all the memes and posts that are coming out because it's like, yeah, like, oh, such and such happened and the Lions won the Super Bowl. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I keep seeing all those memes, which is hilarious because they did celebrate as if they had won the Super Bowl. So some people are, you know, finding humor in that and others are hating on it, really. Yeah, Um, I'm like. I think it's hilarious, but on a serious note, they beat the Vikings who are kind of back and forth this year. Right. But yeah, but, and also in their division. So, right. So division rival for sure. Like the Vikings aren't hundred percent healthy. Obviously they didn't have Dalvin cook Phelan went down, but they've proven, you know, they can do some things. I mean, whatever it is, what it is, but they've won some games is the point. But what the crazier part is, I am glad that they got this win over this team. That is kind of better than another win that wouldn't count as much because like, and I'm going to, I'm going to pull this cause I listened to, um, heard my take and I just thought it was a super interesting take if you will, mm-hmm. but, or I agree with big cat on this. The lions, in my opinion, are not the worst team in the league, but no. they just can't fucking win a game. No, like, I agree. And I've been on that train. Like, right. I've had to stop time. betting on them because they've burned me so hard, but they also won me money early in the season. But right. I mean, we were very much on that train of like, they're not that bad. And I still believe that they yeah. just could never like, for whatever reason, get put it together. A, yeah. Put it together to get that win. But Every team up until recently, they had hung with very closely yeah. and most of them were very difficult teams to beat. Like they had right. a rough schedule. Now, yeah. then they really fell off. And I'm sure a lot of that had to do with like pure, just disheartenment. Is that totally. a word? Just pure, like struggling, like giving up, like just being Absolutely. so frustrated. I, and I get it. Um, so like, yeah, I'm, I'm with you and big cat. <laughs> 
Yeah. They got, they got some momentum off that tie. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Um, yeah. But congrats to them. I'm, I'm excited to see them. One and 10 and one. <laughs> yeah. Did you, um, well, I think, I think, I don't remember where I was kind of heard this or thought of this because of some other thing I listened to, but I thought it was an interesting concept to think about it in terms of like, would you rather be, you know, a team that's won a few games? Like, let's say the Bears, for instance, like they've won a few games and have like had glimmers of hope, but they're clearly not going to make anything happen and they clearly suck. So would you rather win like four games and whatever, or like have zero wins and then get like this one big win that with that, you know what I mean? It's almost like there's an argument to be made that it's like, if I'm going to suck, I'd rather just suck completely. Like that that's been my motto, my entire life with school. Cause I'm like, either, either I need to make like a, whatever (laughs) I, I didn't excel. So like an 80 or above, or I want a fucking zero. Yeah. Don't give me a 45 on a fucking quiz. Exactly. That's a good, yeah. I'd much rather take a zero. Yeah. I'd rather have a zero on a test than a 40 on a test. Yeah. 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 That's exactly the comparative It's like, would you rather win four games in the season or zero, you know, like, yeah, it's kind of one, I guess I should say, but yeah, I'd rather be the lions. Yeah. Well, I just think it was like kind of cool for them to like have that weird celebration mid season, like as if they won the Super Bowl. It's like actually what a great moment for them and their fans, I guess. I agree. Well, I'm not even trying to be like, I feel like I sound like I'm being facetious or something. I'm really not. I don't think so. I don't think so. But also for Michigan as a state. If your fans of their teams are doing well. Yeah. So, well, okay. The Lions aren't doing well, but I agree. I'm here. Like it makes me like Dan Campbell even more to be like, yeah, fucking celebrate this win because we've been out here busting our balls this whole entire year, like losing to these really good teams, but barely. And we like, we have this like, um, Jesus Christ. What's the word the 10 and 0 10 and 1 what is that called record thank you oh my god <laughs> y'all brain dead times 10 yeah um forgive us yeah we have this record that doesn't show who we really are as a team yeah. so like fuck yeah i appreciate you as as an athlete or a washed up one that's absolutely what i would hope to get out of my coach or out of my people is you deserve the celebration so yeah, definitely. Celebrate the wins. Hells yeah. So cool. Go Dan Campbell. <laughs> also, funny story, and then we'll move on from the fucking Lions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, uh, did you see uh, what's his name's girlfriend? Like they, she's like a, she's like a supermodel, and oh, Jerry like they had a yeah, they had a uh, they had like a live video of when she found out they won. Yeah, he's like, oh my god. They like won. They like won their first game. It was like you could tell she was like genuinely happy, but the way it yeah. sounds, again, it's like it almost sounds super like embarrassing uh, and whatever. Cause it's like, oh, like the poor lions, like they got one win. Congrats. So, uh, but I don't know. I thought it was a sweet like moment. Like she was genuinely excited for, oh, totally. for her mans. So yeah. No, I love that. <laughs> Another thing I had on the slate for today was like. Ravens. Yeah. 
So like, yikesies. Yeah. So that was an interesting ending of the game. And I mean, I guess it's your, I don't know how to like say it, but I guess they, you know, at the end of the game had a chance to win by going for two or kicking the field goal to tie and well kicking the extra point to tie yeah yeah sorry I always do that I always say field goal I've done that my whole life I don't know why no me too it's because it's the same fucking thing they're just yeah well yeah I guess I do know why but I shouldn't do that yeah um so there's this big controversy and I mean I guess this comes up multiple times a season but yes I think this one was a little bit more heated just because it's the Ravens and I think people expect a lot more from them based on what they've done and the Steelers are just in like a world of hurt right now too. So, um, so they went for two and they didn't get it. And I just was like, you know, maybe we have a conversation about how we felt about that decision or when it comes down to that decision in general. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Harbaugh is kind of ballsy anyway. Um, but I think his whole thing was, and you've kind of already addressed this, but I think his whole thing was like, we can win this right now, or we can go into overtime where we could possibly get more injuries. And we're already like pretty injury ridden right now with like even people that went out during that specific game. Yeah. So I understand like what went into his thought process and I don't hate him for fucking trying it. I mean, it hit Mark Andrews right in the damn hand. That's Um, yeah. That's my thing. I definitely am not going to fault someone for making that call. Yeah. And the thing is, even even not even the call of going for two, but the fucking offensive decision that they made, like that play yeah. that they decided to use, like that was the right move. Yeah. And he just didn't catch the fucking ball. Yeah, it just didn't work. But and I could I mean, I didn't watch replay after replay after replay. So if there's something I'm missing, like, forgive me. But it looked like it was catchable. And it's Mark Andrews of all people. Um if anyone's going to do it, he's going to do it. And he didn't. And that sucks for him. It sucks for Lamar. It sucks for the whole team. Cause I mean, whatever, cause they went for it. Yeah. Well, and I think it's just about like trusting your offense. And it's like, that's kind of the argument to me is like, you're saying like you trust your offense to go out there and make the play happen now Yeah. versus like, why do you want to risk getting a bad coin toss? And then like, totally, you know, and I mean, NFL play, like, Although you can definitely speed it up these days because it seems like it's becoming almost NBA like where two minutes left and there's still, you know, plenty of time to score a touchdown. But like also I, you know, and we kind of touched on this with, I guess, probably Dallas's last game. Overtime is crazy in the NFL. The fact that it's like a 10 minute overtime and then we can still tie like this is fucking, you know, little like coach pitch or something like. Yeah what and so it's like you're gonna risk like not getting the ball and then and then not getting the ball back with only like you know so many minutes left to score otherwise tie like I mean yeah I'm absolutely not gonna fault a coach for like putting the faith in his team and being like this is like we can do this we can score like totally yeah it just didn't fall their way this time and that sucks but I mean, that also shouldn't deter him from making that decision in the future in that same exact situation, in my opinion. But I, yeah, yeah, no, that's how I feel. I definitely, I think more teams should go for two just in general. Why not? Yeah. Which 
I don't know if you're done talking about them or not, but I was going to take a quick segue about going for two uh, into the Patriots bills game because (laughs) the first thing I saw um, like scrolling through Instagram or something was both teams. Of course it's that account NFL memes. I'm 90% sure um, that said both teams about to be going for two every time. And it was like their uh, field or their kickers were practicing pregame kicking field goals and they would literally kick it and it would take like a hard right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was, it was like a freaking orb around the, Oh my God. What's that called? The goalpost, the upright. (laughs) Are you okay? What's my name? I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that was actually PFT in that video. He, they were there. And I think that they like, not stole it because they tagged him they credited him but oh, cool. people were giving them shit and they're like you're not even gonna like credit pft for this video i was like he's tagged oh yeah he's tagged. yeah but you can tell it's him like well obviously because he posted it but also his voice oh i would listen to it on mute i didn't yeah. listen to it but yeah anyway i just in, unless you had anything to go back no to. we can go patriots okay. bills yeah so my first thought is a i really don't fucking give a shit right period because Cowboys. However, I really did want the bills to pull this one out. Yeah, me too. I really personally, mentally and emotionally cannot handle a Tom Brady, Bill Belichick back-to-back Super Bowl situation. No, I they do can't. not rule the NFL. We have got to stop that. Yeah, I agree. And not only that, like, yes, everything you're saying, I mean, and for, unfortunately it's one of those things where I'm like, I have so many thoughts. I can't, I can't figure out which one I want to say first. Number one, I agree with everything you're saying. And to add to it, not only am I upset that the Patriots are fucking good, but I'm also upset that the bills aren't so good because I just have this, you know, I feel like call me whatever you want to call me. I, but I have this spot soft spot in my heart for bills fans where I'm like, as much as I obviously want the Cowboys to win and win everything in the Super Bowl, always every year, duh. But like, there is a place where I have this like, I want the Bills to be good. Like, I feel bad for their fans that like they had this really good season last year, and they had this great outlook for this year. Yeah. And people were really putting the Bills up there. And I'm not saying we should write them off just quite yet, but it's really not looking great. And like, no, they're not putting it together either. Yeah. So it's like, I hate that. Like, is this going to be like this little short lived thing that they had once, you know, all over again, like that sucks for them. And then also I'm just like, why do the Patriots continue to go out on the field and continue to just like ram the ball down everyone's throat, just right up the middle. And like, no one can fucking stop them. Like attention, every NFL defense. Yeah. They're going to do what they're going to fucking do. Let's shut it down. Yeah. Like there's there's ample amount of film out there from this season alone. Jesus Christ. To watch what they're fucking doing. Yeah. So do we credit their offensive line here? Like what's happening? Yeah. We have to. I mean, yeah, absolutely. But it's just crazy that they continue to do it. Like they're just so good. It's so stupid. Yeah. And it's like, it's a team of misfits kind of, right? Like he Frankenstein that fucking team together and somehow it's working. And I know I'm not going to say what I said yesterday, but (laughs) this is exact. 
He was never going to do anything with a Cam Newton or anyone like that. He needs a tiny baby quarterback fresh out of college that nobody fucking believes in to build into what he did with Tom Brady. And that's what he's about to do with Mac. I mean, the evidence is mounting. Exactly. And obviously it's not just about the quarterback, but that's clearly a huge thing, especially in freaking Boston. Obviously they have some good players. I'm not trying to say that, but it's just insane. And I hate it. Um, Yeah. And my 76, like a thought on this is also (laughs) like, I hate that they played this way. I feel like because of the weather, we didn't get a true bills Patriots game. Yeah. So I'm also like, whose job is it to schedule these games? Because like, we know with maybe the exception of like Chicago and Detroit. Yeah. Buffalo and Boston are also shit weather cities. So who's scheduling both of their division rivalries for December. Right. Like, let's fix that. Yeah. Switch that up. It's not rocket science. Yeah. So I hate that. Although I'm not saying I'm not trying to like discredit, you know, but I feel like we didn't get like a real, the true bills Patriots because of the weather factor here, which some would argue that that should be, every single game between the Patriots and the Bills. <laughs> That's what the weather should look like. I'm no, I look, I'm, I'm, I'm a little, I disagree with that. No, I get you. And there are a lot of people who are like, this is fucking stupid. Every football stadium should have a dome on it by now. Like, or how, how early did we know about this? They should have done it at a neutral site. Yeah. Like there are people who are, who are, trust me on that train. Yeah. I'm a little more like nostalgia factor in the sense that I feel like the weather is just a part of football. Like it's fun when we have those games and the, you know, like I think it's all a part of the game, but then I'm like, in the, at the same time, it's like, you know, you could make an argument about the refs and stuff too. So it's like, it's tough. Cause I get it. You want the right team to win, but it's part of the game. So I don't know. I just, I just don't, I just, I, I, the Patriots need to not be good. Like that's where I'm at. Yeah. That's a hundred percent where I'm at. And I feel like such a loser for saying that, but I don't care. Yeah, no, I I'm, I'm 100% groveling to every single person. Like we have to stop this. Cannot have them having one bad season and then immediately returning for like, another 20 years yeah they barely it was like i will quit the nfl i will quit the nfl yeah no fuck the patriots yeah somebody please do something yeah go kick a rock so yeah those are those are our 1000 thoughts um yeah bottled up into one tiny emotion yeah i Um, was really looking forward to that game and then like i said not that it wasn't a good game it's just i was kind of bummed about the weather being such a factor yeah, totally. Um, and 14 to 10. I mean, that obviously is a weather thing too. Yeah. Because I think that game would have been much different. No, scoring. absolutely. I agree. And I don't know what we'll see. They play again at the end of December, I think. So it's like, who God knows what it'll be like then. Such a mess. Oh, we, uh, when we were talking about Raven Steelers, I meant to bring up the whole Big Ben yeah. thing. Is that drums? Is it not drums? Like what's going on? Like dramatic? Yeah. I don't know that it's dramatic. I think it's overdue. I agree. But I, but mean, I think Steelers that, fans are like mad about it. 
I mean, what are you like? Gonna how do? can they be mad about that? Y'all got to get a fucking yeah. I can't imagine like the majority of them are upset about that. I couldn't imagine either. I would think they're, they're at a place where they're like, "Thank God, it's time." And not that, like, listen, he's a tough son of a bee, but it's time, dude. Like, I mean, maybe they're mad about him saying it now, like yeah, the timing, because so, it's like shit. midway through the season. Obviously, they're having a rough go. But then it's like, maybe that's why they, I, I could understand if they're pissed because they're like, well, we could have got somebody else this year. I don't know. I mean, whatever. They knew what they had going into this season. So yeah, in my opinion, you don't, who gives a shit? Yeah, but it's time. But apparently Big Ben will be hanging the cleats up after the season. Yep. So goodbye. See ya. Yeah. So Seahawks 49ers. Interesting oh, game, yeah. I thought. Because oh, the yeah. Seahawks came out of nowhere and won a game. <laughs> the um, way you said that was funny. What? I said the way you said that was funny. <laughs> oh, well, came like, out of nowhere and won a game. <laughs> well, they've, in my opinion, looked like straight, like, like hot garbage for the last since well i don't know kind of all season i really don't think they've really shown i mean yeah they've definitely had a rough a rough season that's for sure yeah but i feel like the interesting dramatic part of this game well one george kittle freaking showed the f up this game which i'm proud or i'm happy for him because like he's one of the league top tight ends but like he got hurt last year and I really feel like he hasn't like super proved himself this year. He literally had more fan. He had like double the amount of fantasy points as the 49ers had yesterday into it. Oh, oh, not really that many, but it was close. But I think the, the drama comes at like the end of the game, right? When the 49ers had a chance to score and there was a ooh, quote unquote missed DPI call against the Seahawks and the internet went wild about it. And I watched it. It definitely should have been. It definitely should have been a diff, like DPI. Like I don't know what was going on, but at the same time, the 49ers turned the ball over like four times and had ten penalties. So while that could have absolutely gotten them the touchdown, and they could have scored an extra point or two points in one, and I would be so infuriated if this was the Cowboys, honestly. But mm-hmm. it didn't get called. And that to me is where the issue is, right? Because through all of these games, these refs are calling every little thing, making like all these bullshit calls. But then when they really matter and when it counts, they just don't call it at all. And it like, Mm -hmm. it's blatant. I don't know if you've seen it, but go watch it. In my opinion, it's pretty bad. Um, Yeah, it's just like. It's just an argument for consistency. That's all I asked for. Right. I mean, I get it. It's a tough job, like the refing thing. Oh. And we got really into it last week. So I don't want to go like too crazy. Same. But it's just like all I'm asking for is some consistency. Like, yeah. and that's what sucks is like, and I'm not even saying throughout every single game the exact same, but at least through each game, let's be a little consistent. Yes. Don't call it on one team and then not on the other. Like Don't call it here, but then not there. You know, it's like have a little bit of pace so we know like what the fuck to expect. Right. And then again, it's so frustrating when it's a game changing call or missed call. Like, like, I don't like when the games are decided that way. Yeah. Agreed. It is important to also like, remember though, like, like you said, they were not having a great game going into it. So 
what are you going to do? But it just sucks. Yeah, it totally sucks. Um, but also like the 49ers went scoreless in the second half. I'm pretty sure. So Yikes. there's that. Yeah. They're yeah. also kind of a rough team right yeah. now. There's, which sucks because now, like, they're a 500 team. They're 6-6 six and six now, but could have been 7-6 and six had they won that game. And the Seahawks are, like, 4 and something. Like, oh, I didn't even know they had four wins. Yeah, well, yeah, I think that was their fourth. But, yeah, kind of crazy. But then also with the Seahawks, like, Tyler Lockett was on fire. He's been doing pretty good. But, like, DK Metcalf is, like, irrelevant. Which is so sad. It's so sad. I don't know. Like, I don't know what's going on. I get when... Russell Wilson was out like I don't know I get that disconnect between like a different quarterback and wide receivers and whatever but I have no idea what's going on with DK Metcalf and it's blowing my mind right so I don't know that's all yeah Yeah. interesting state of affairs for both teams to be honest yes it's kind of all I have or remember about games this week um or care unless you have some more no, I mean, obviously, I couldn't watch them all. No. I mean, we were flying, but I certainly tried to watch a lot when I got home, but then I ended up watching the fucking back of my eyelids Yeah, instead. Say. Let me just see here, make sure there's nothing that I'm missing. No, I agree. I don't really think there was a whole lot more. I mean, I think the... Like Cardinals are still rolling. Colts are still being somewhat impressive. Yeah. Rams over Jaguars, which is really not that shocking, but Chiefs still kind of back on track, rolling upward, trending upward. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I think there's been some like not so exciting games, but like we said, we are also traveling um another like last note to add is that houston apparently is somehow already eliminated from playoff contention (laughs) (laughs) oh that's where they're at i mean that makes sense because yeah i mean it's not that shocking it's just pretty sad yeah it is which i was speaking of playoffs i am like kind of dreading the rest of our schedule because we literally have washington I believe then New York, then Washington, then the Cardinals, and then the Eagles. No, I think it's Eagles, Cardinals, but I want to say there's maybe one. I thought Eagles was the last game of the season. I thought the Cardinals was, but maybe I'm wrong. No, you're right. I think it is the Eagles. I just know I don't like playing Washington like in three, twice in three weeks. Yeah, that is sort of a timing issue, right? Like, why do we, why are we playing all these teams like when they figure their shit out? Why yeah. couldn't we play these teams when they were sucking it up? Like the Chiefs, yeah, the Patriots, which we beat the Patriots, but it wasn't easy. Um, the Broncos, hello, yeah, that was really more on us though, too. Yeah, so yeah, we straight up have Washington there, New York there, Washington home, and then the Cardinals home. That makes me want to vom, and then the Eagles yeah. at Philly. Yeah, gross. Anyway. Yeah, it sucks because there's like, that is a lot of divisional shit that we have to win. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm already stressed thinking about it, but to take my mind off, uh, we, I won't get far into this, but the salary cap will be increasing next season. Oh yeah. Kind of, kind of by a lot, but mostly because it decreased so much this year because of the revenue last year. But I learned a lot about 
NFL salary cap today. Oh, like how it's calculated. <laughs> One fun fact. So the salary cap projected next year, which it was projected this season to be at like 208 million, but because of COVID last year, it actually got lessened to 182.5 million. So that's what the cap was. And what's crazy. So next year it'll be 208.2. But what's crazy is the first salary cap came into effect in 1994, which was 34.6 million in 1994. And now it's about to be 208.2 million. Well, gotta love that inflation. God, so wild. And there's only twice in the history of salary cap that it's gone down. And this one that happened this season was the second time it's gone down. The other time was like, who gives a shit? But <laughs> interesting. Well, yeah. Love that we have a salary cap expert on our hands now. Oh, yeah. I have whole two tiny legal pad pages full. Yeah, it's good. It's good information. Well, you know what else is good information? What? Going to dimers.com. It is. Yes. Tell me uh, about that. We are presented by dimers.com and we are also presented to you by PointsBet. Dimers has teamed up with PointsBet for an exclusive offer where any new user who signs up with them and bets $50 will get a free Dimers hoodie. To claim the offer, just head to the link on our page, dimers.com slash women can't parlay and click the PointsBet link. Once you sign up and deposit $50, you'll be able to claim your free Dimers hoodie. That is not all. New users who claim this offer will also be able to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. So head on to the link now to claim and support us and to claim your new Dimers hoodie. Do it. Um, Okay, well, let's get, you know, into college football now. College. Crazy shit, yo. Yeah. Conference championship weekend. Did yeah, not disappoint. Did not. Um, so just to kind of run through, which the Pac-12, the ACC, I mean, I don't think that really matters. So I don't think we really need to get into it. But I do know that the ACC is a little bit more prevalent because the Pittsburgh Panthers beat Wake Forest. And they actually, Pittsburgh's quarterback, he is a Heisman contender. So like that's okay. kind of relevant. And then also Wake Forest was definitely in the conversation yeah. um, there for a while, but they did not win their ACC championship. So, um, and then we have the big 10, which I feel like was no surprise. Michigan won over Iowa yep. 43 to three that's wild. <laughs> yeah. Which it is crazy, but like I said, I didn't feel like that was very shocking at all. I really assumed Michigan would steamroll them, and they did. Yeah. One of the bigger stories out of the weekend, though, was Womp Womp SEC Championship. Fucking motherfucking Alabama. Yeah. Eating Georgia. Kill me. By, by quite a bit. I mean, 41 to 24. So, yeah, it was... An impressive win. Yes. Seven stupid title in 10 years. Makes me really motherfucking mad. I know. So is Bryce Young in the Heisman talk now? Because he wasn't before. Yeah, he's he's nominated. Or not as like 
he was in it obviously, but he wasn't as like, I think he's more relevant now than he was before this. Game. Yeah. I know he was chosen. So yeah, yeah he's, he's in, yeah. he's probably going to fucking win it too. If <sighs> I mean, at this point, cause I mean, we'll get, you know what? We should probably have a Heisman discussion because we haven't really talked about it, but we'll get through this first. And then we'll kind of talk about that at the end. Okay. Yeah. So Alabama won. They're obviously, but they're both in the playoffs, right? Georgia and Alabama. But what's crazy to me was this entire year so far, Georgia's defense or Georgia's opponents hadn't scored more than 17 points against them until now. And they scored 41. Yes, I know. And that's what sucks. And like, I mean, I think a lot of people, myself included, hand up. I mean, I don't, I don't want to sit here and act like Georgia's not good because I don't think that's true. Yeah, they have an elite defense, but I do think it's it was apparent. I mean, I, it was a factor that should have been more considered on my part, and probably too overlooked is that like they just did not have many tests on their schedule at all. Yeah, and that's what is crazy about Alabama and, you know, sneaking in and beating them the way they did is it's just like, you know, I thought that Georgia's deep, although I thought it was going to be a tough battle. I thought Georgia would, their defense would keep Alabama from scoring. I mean, shit, man, it could be a classic case of Alabama came more prepared than Georgia and how, like you always say, like you were saying that last year about the Steelers, right? You're like, they need to fucking lose. Like they can't go into this 12 and 0 or whatever. So it it could literally just be a fluke of a game where Alabama showed up and Georgia just maybe wasn't fully prepared or things didn't go 100% their way this time. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, you're I mean, right. I don't think that means they're a bad football team. Yeah, I don't think it means they're a bad football team, but I think it means that they were probably really overrated. Yeah. I also think like hand up, um, definitely not giving Michigan enough credit all season either. Like I was personally, and I think a lot of people, but I'll speak for me and me only. I was giving Georgia way too much credit and I've not been giving Michigan near enough credit all season. Sure. And that's where we're at, but we'll kind of, we'll kind of get into it, but we'll finish through like the, the game. So obviously I think one of the best games of the weekend was, the big 12 championship Baylor over okay state. Yeah. This was such a great game. And it was just yeah. like a heartbreaking ending for the Cowboys. Especially because um, they literally had such a good last offensive drive, like a well, two and a half minute drive pretty much. Yeah. So it was like Oklahoma state started out like super ugly, but then they kind of got their shit together yeah. and ultimately like got back in the game, you know? And like you said, yeah, yeah they got the ball back. I think there was like three and a half minutes left for the entire drive, but they had yes. no timeouts. It was 21 16. So a field goal was not enough to win it. They needed a touchdown. Um, but they actually like kept getting like first down after first down yes. after first down, which it was awesome. Yeah. So that stops the clock. So like they really somehow managed to do that very, very well. That way they weren't, you know, having to rush. They were actually getting first down. So like, they were kind of making their way down the field and then they had this like crucial third and three at like, I want to say the Baylor 15, maybe, maybe less. And they got a pass interference call, which reset the downs yeah, and put sweet. them at like the fucking three yard line. 
and four opportunities and they did not fucking get it. Yeah. And they had chances. Like that's, what's wild. Like he had a wide open pass to, I don't know who it was in the end zone, but it just like, wasn't a great pass. So I'm like, that's not really catchable. And then the very last run, obviously there was a play in between there, but the last run, like, I think that kid was what, like inches away from the pylon. Yeah. So the final fourth, fourth, um, play was fourth down and they like, you know, tried to just race to the corner pylon dive and just inches shy of, of hitting the pylon and Baylor won. So bummer for OSU. Yeah. Which I mean, obviously I definitely put Oklahoma state in my top four. I think they're a very good team, but they've been known to choke in the past. And I guess they kind of did again this year. I certainly wasn't overlooking Baylor. I said many times it's going to be difficult for Oklahoma to go beat them twice. Yeah. And it was, and that was why, like, and I think you and I even talked about it that morning. I was like very hesitant on how to bet that game. Cause there was a lot of me that certainly thought Oklahoma state was going to win, but I really yeah. liked Baylor with the points. Um, but I was like, I don't know. I don't want to, you know, I was like, I've been so heavy on Oklahoma state. I don't know that I want to like put that out there. Yeah. And then watching the game, like when Oklahoma state really started to make their run, I live bet Oklahoma state like plus eight and a half. Um, so yeah. that definitely covered, but was really sad, you know, to see them not get the win here and really sad for Mike Gundy specifically. Like, yeah, he's a lifer. He's been at Oklahoma state since like, I want to say 2005 or something. Like it's been a long time Yeah, and he's done really great things for the program. We also have to think about the fact that like, Texas and OU are leaving the big 12. So there's really this, like going to be this race to replace them. And like, you know, who's going to take those top dog spots, which is actually kind of insulting to even say, considering Texas and OU are still in there now and they didn't even like make the championship. So like, I don't want that to come off as offensive, but I think everyone knows what I mean when I say that. I mean, we know like Oklahoma is an elite football program as is Texas, even though they're like, haven't been winning. Um, so you, I think, I hope people know what I mean by that, but like, I just think like Oklahoma state is a big contender for like that, it, you know, that spot and like for their program to come up and like shine really. Another thing that I think is interesting that I feel like I need to say on this podcast is that after this weekend, I'm really starting to rethink and might have to retract my previous, um, how do I want to say this? My previous support of the expansion of the playoff. Okay. Now I don't know. I need to think through this a little more, but like after seeing what has happened, I guess the season, but mainly this past weekend, it's like, I think about it and I'm like, you know, that's really what makes the college football playoff. So unique is like, had we have we you know if we expand it which i'm assuming will happen at some point uh-huh. it's like these games don't really matter as much like yeah. think about how big almost each and every one of these games was and like how impactful it was and then even through the season right like teams getting just one loss you know two yeah. losses and they're out like yeah it's so big so it's like when you start expanding it you lose that yeah because like if we expand it to even six teams, you know, it's like, 
does it matter for Notre Dame? Does it matter for Oklahoma State? You know, it's like, yeah. well, Oklahoma State losing put them down way more, but it doesn't, it just does, it's not as, I guess, it just maybe doesn't mean as much. And maybe not so much with like six teams, um, but maybe that's why the argument is like probably not a good, like maybe that's why 12 is too many. Yeah. Because it really kind of takes away that like allure of having to win and having to win every single week. Yeah. So I don't know. That was just a thought that I also had that I hadn't really had in the past. Like, you know, as much as I've been a supporter of expanding the playoff because of teams like Cincinnati. Right. It's also like, well, now's an interesting like reverse psychology of that where I'm like, man, that would really like take away from this though. So now I'm kind of in this place where I'm like torn to between which one I'd rather see. Yeah. But well, we'll say that you wouldn't know if they didn't expand it to begin with. So at least now, you know, um, but yeah, so that's all she wrote. Selection Sunday has came and went, come and went, come and gone, come and gone. Um, we know the setup for the playoff. Now the committee has selected number one, Alabama, Number two, Michigan. Number three, Georgia. Number four, Cincinnati. So Alabama will play Cincinnati in the Cotton Bowl Friday the 31st at, I think they're their first game. And then Michigan and Georgia will play Orange Bowl same night following that game. So, I mean, I definitely hate that Alabama's number one, but I feel like they have to be because it's the SEC and they beat the number one team. So, like, they had to be, but I do think that, I mean, obviously as much as I love the storyline of Cincinnati, like beating Alabama and so much of me would like pay to make that happen. Yeah. I, I think Michigan's going to be a big, I think that Michigan Georgia game is going to be good, but I, I do think Michigan is a lot better than we're giving them credit for. And I think yeah. that they have a big chance to win, win this all. That'd be kind of dope. I'm not mad about that. I like that storyline. I'm honestly not mad about any of them except for Alabama. Yeah, I guess that's true. I would be fine with any of them winning with the exception of Alabama. Yeah. Obviously, I would love for Cincinnati to win. I just don't see I just don't see how, but I don't know why I should discredit them either. I mean, like we'll see what happens, but yes. this is their chance to like say fuck you to everyone on that committee who's yeah. ever not given them credit in the past. Yeah. And for them still being number four as an undefeated, you know, team. Totally. Um, but we'll see what happens. But um, and then the national championship game is like the 10th, I think. It's on a Monday. But we also have some great bowl games that are now selected as well. Yep. Two or three, maybe just two that I took note of that I'm really looking forward to is Olmus Baylor. I think that is a really good matchup. Baylor obviously coming off their big win. Ole Miss having one of their best seasons in a long time. Yeah. Um, and then the second one that I'm really excited for is Notre Dame, Oklahoma State playing each other. Oh, yeah. So with all of this talk, you know, I know I've had that talk in my, you know, Twitter thread or our Twitter thread. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of the big thing, obviously. Notre Dame losing to Cincinnati and having no upward mobility to get in. And then Oklahoma state who really choked and could have maybe been in if they didn't lose. That to me is a really great game that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, me too. 
But there's a lot, there's a lot of good bowl games. Those are not the only ones. I didn't do like a huge deep dive on them. Obviously, we'll have a lot of games coming up over the next month, but those were like the ones that stuck out to me in my like brief skim of who got what bowl game. Yeah. Like we said earlier, this is Heisman time, which the Heisman conversation has been interesting all year because there's not been one, right? Like we haven't talked about it at all, but there's just been this very difficult thing to discuss because there's just not like any major standouts happening the way college football has gone this season, especially compared to last season where there were like so many standout players like Najee Harris and uh, Deontay Harris, like your Jesus Smith, Deontay Smith. but yeah so wild you're so i mean i hadn't even really thought about it until like the last week or two yeah no exactly same i was listening to a podcast last week and they were like who the hell is gonna win the heisman and i was like fuck i haven't even like thought about that like yeah i mean which is crazy but at the same time it's just even the people who were really the standouts at the beginning of the season like sam howell being a notable one for unc not even nothing like not even a like not even close. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that, but like, Still. no, no. So, yeah. um, the, the selections were made and the finalists are Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan. He's a defensive end, the pit quarterback that I was talking about earlier, Kenny Pickett, mm-hmm. who I think is super deserving of needing to be there. I really didn't think he was going to get it, but I think because of the way this season has gone, like really gave him that opportunity. And he, I don't think he'll win, but like, I think he's super deserving of it. Yeah. Personally, Um, Ohio state's quarterback, CJ Stroud, which doesn't really surprise me, but it's just kind of like, he was kind of always in the talk just because it's Ohio state. And then same with Bryce young, Alabama's quarterback. He's the fourth finalist. And that one doesn't really surprise me either, especially now that they are number one and they did win, right. you know, over Georgia, I almost think he'll probably get it just because it's Alabama and and like whatever. But, yeah. uh, but we'll see, right? Like to me, this is like a very up in the air year, but I just feel like that's why I think it's going to go to Alabama. That could also be me being like pessimistic or whatever you want to say. Yeah. We shall see. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll continue to, you know, talk about that as that rolls on but those are the finalists and i do think this year they're actually having the ceremony this time so okay that's good i guess yeah i think so um or i mean i guess i mean it's in person right so cool what else Uh, i feel like so much but also nothing yeah i I agree the word fucking goalpost earlier so yeah well and i haven't even had time to like i don't know do anything so like there could be so many headlines that we're missing right now that i just don't know of um there's like mlb lockout i don't know shit about that me neither um there was a big fight where somebody backed out tyson fury jake paul i think tyson fury backed out what um but i don't know why or care um, there's a oh, Medina Spirit died. Medina Spirit died. Good job. That's sad. Thank you. That's a headline. Which y'all, but it, that brings me back to our whole conversation we had about that during the 
freaking races is does it have anything to do with that weirdo medication that guy was giving her? Oh, Bob Baffert. Yeah. Well, supposedly, like, well, she, we it literally dropped dead after a workout. Yeah, which supposedly though it has more to do with that specific track than the drug. So this is what we need to look into maybe for like okay. a future discussion, maybe next week. I don't know. And I know nothing about this. So like, whatever, don't come at me. But I think there's been multiple horses who have like died on this particular track. Is it voodoo? What Or like, like the track is the track? fucked up or something. Like how do they like break their leg? Cause like, you know, when horses do certain, get certain injuries, they just sometimes yeah. they get to live. I think that's typically like ranch horses. I'm not really sure y'all. I am not well-versed. I don't see again. I don't know. And the thing is I'm reading, I'm telling you this off of like a headline. That's like four words long. And that's all I know. (laughs) Yeah. I'm interested. I'm going to look into this shit because true crime spreads out to animals too. And yeah. Yeah. So, um, there's also, I've talked about these before, obviously, um, we've said, we've mentioned Barstool a little bit on this pod with big cat earlier, but Speaking of fights, every like I'd say once a quarter, maybe maybe three times a year, Barstool does the rough and rowdy fights, mm-hmm. and they're yeah. like amateur boxing. It's like twenty bucks. It's yeah. hilarious that yeah. that is on Friday. Who uh, is many, it? Huh? Who's fighting? That theirs are not normally popular people, except they did have like the one or two where like what's his name the ex. Uh, Conse- Jose Canseco fought. Oh yeah, but typically like, they don't Billy have like, something? huh? Didn't he fight like intern Billy or whatever his fucking name was? But Billy football. Yeah, he's yeah, hard. My take. He was an yeah. intern. Now he's full time. Yeah. Um. Yes, that you are correct, and that was a big one. Yeah. Um. And they've had like, you know, maybe some more notable people, but that was probably the most famous person, and they don't normally have that. Yeah. Um, normally it's just amateur fighters, amateur boxers or whatever. That's why it's hilarious because it's like not famous people. And it's like literal, like rednecks fighting in fucking denim. Like that's, what's great about it. And that's why you should watch it. But, um, sometimes they'll have inter office rivalries who will duke it out at rough and rowdy. So that's happening. There's a guy. So I don't know if you know this guy, but do you happen to know, like a few years ago, there was this video that went viral and it was after a Steelers loss. And this guy who was like a Steelers fan was like yelling at his mom. And he's like, I ain't doing nothing. Dishes, nothing. And he's like, you're going to find me hanging from the shower carton. Like, and he was like, so <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So Barstool's been trying to hire him, I guess, ever since that video went viral and they finally hired him is hilarious. And so he's fighting a guy who kind of used to work for Barstool, but like now kind of doesn't, but like is still interwebbed in Barstool. His name's yeah. Jeff Nadu and he actually follows us on Twitter. Shout out. Nice. Um, but they're fighting each other. So that's notable if you're like, a fan of the barstool universe, but, Mecca. um, so that'll be pretty good. It'll be pretty good content. And then obviously Dave and Dan are always co- commentating. So, right. so that's, that's always funny. funny. Just regardless, like them yeah. being commentating for anything is great. 
they've also announced that they have their, you know, they, they're hosting a, a bowl game as well. They are the Arizona bowl. Um, I can't remember who's playing. It's like Boise date maybe. And somebody else, I don't know, but cool. Love that. That's going to be a hilarious thing. That bowl game that everyone should stream. I think Dan is parachuting in to the game, singing the national anthem. What's his name from Creed? Scott Stapp is the halftime performer. (laughs) They're still trying to figure out how to like decide the coin toss with like this guy doing a hot dog review. Like it's going to be funny. So like, that's going to be a bowl game that I will absolutely have to catch. I love that. Yeah. But Um, I have one show and tell my new notebook. You have a new notebook. Oh, it's like yellow. Yes. Gold. Yeah. I love it. And it's I love back. office supplies. Me too. It's hardback too. So, oh, I didn't realize. Yeah. I mean, it's a composition notebook, but it is hardback. Love is that. Dumb. Which obviously I have a thing for that because that's my <laughs> iPad cover. That's your iPad cover. Yeah. Um, if you like me, get me composition notebooks. Thanks to buy. <laughs> done and done. Just kidding. So I haven't bought anyone Christmas presents. So yeah, I have, do, I have to do that at some point. I also have my office Christmas party on Saturday. Not sure yeah. how I'm going to survive that, but yeah, mine's Thursday and I just bought my white elephant for that. And hopefully I'll take it home for myself. Yeah. Ours is always themed. And so it's the roaring twenties because we didn't get to have yeah. one last year awesome. and that was the theme last year. So we're just carrying it over. That's awesome. Yeah but I got to figure out my outfit. So I'll find that. Um, I'll find that dress that, well, I'll see. I bought it like five years ago, but if I still find it, it's so simple and so easy. Oh, I mean, I have a few things coming. I have something that I bought on Amazon. I just haven't tried it on yet. And then the accessories have not arrived yet, but they're supposed to like today or tomorrow. I was like, worst case, Party City. As much as I loathe that place, I feel like they literally have something. You know, it's funny that you say that because I love Party City. Like, they're expensive and they can be a lot. And over Halloween, I don't really recommend them, which is funny. I think that's that's, why. But that's the problem is people only go there for Halloween. Take it from me. You're going to Party City the wrong time of the year. Yeah, I agree. Party City is a secret underground place that no one goes to except for Halloween, you're yeah. doing it wrong. You should be going to party city for every holiday except Halloween. I agree. Like, they have literally everything. everything and they, and no one goes there. I so know. like, that's the best part is like when you're trying to get shit at target and Walmart and you waited to the last minute, whether it's right. Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever, don't fucking go to those places, go to party city. Yeah, no right. one's there and they have everything. And they also have like cool stuff that like no one else has. Yeah. Like this is going to sound stupid, but like for my mom hosting Christmas last year, I went there and I got so much shit and it was so cheap. And like, even these like disposable trash bins. So it's like, you just set them out for people to throw their trash in and then you just tie them up and like toss them. Like, which I know that sounds stupid and probably a waste of money, but like, you don't even understand how convenient it was. No, listen, convenience to me, convenience has no motherfucking price tag. Thank you. Thank you. Period. Yeah. Thank you. I agree so much, but like 
I just was like, I remember being like, oh my God, I have so much stuff to get. I went to Party City, shelves are stocked. No one touched it. I was in and out of there in like 10 minutes with everything I needed and more. And probably, it probably took you nine minutes waiting in line for the one person to check you out. Cause that's usually my problem. <laughs> well, no, because nobody was there. Cause it's like a secret society that nobody like knows about. I don't know. Well, I'll say I don't have that much as much luck as you, but I will say, yes, it has, it has something. There's also like a really good Halloween store in Houston or I say Halloween. It's a party store. <laughs> I can't not go there because it's like party city on fucking crap. Gotcha. That I understand and support small. Like I always like shop local. We just don't have that or at least I haven't found it here. Well, we got to get sponsored by party city then. So come on. (laughs) We need to get sponsored by a lot more people, which. Yeah. Cause I love a theme. Yeah. I do a theme every week on this. We should do that. (laughs) Yeah. Except for I'm too tired. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, I think that's it, guys. I think that's it. I don't know how we in about a matter of four minutes tangented from like other sports to Barstool to Party City, but we managed to imagine being in our friendship all the time. Yeah, like we can't ever just get one through one conversation. It's fucking brutal. Yeah, yeah. Take notes. Oh shit. That's what we always have to do. We always have to take notes so we remember things. Like we literally have a shared notes album. Yeah, we have to. Sometimes we write actual notes in there, not about football. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's it. That's all she wrote. Goodbye. Thanks for coming. Goodbye. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay.